Does uh, this bother you? Does this bother you? Does this? What's <laughs> <laughs> going on over there, dude? I told you. They're fucking putting dude, a new carpet. You're like out of the room. You're like, I'll be right back. And all of a sudden, I hear that beating around. I'm like, what the fuck is Joel doing? <laughs> He's just like, but you're just like, I'll be right back. I was here. Like, yeah, so what? apologies to the listeners. Like, uh, they're redoing my my upstairs uh, neighbor's place, and uh, I guess they're putting in new carpets. But it's it's six o'clock, so I'm hoping that it, they're going to be wrapping it up here. Hey, dude. Uh, yeah, thank you for letting us know. But hey, quick question. I know I don't know why this is on my mind, but do you mm-hmm. want kids? Do I watch kids? No. <laughs> do you watch kids? No. Do you want <laughs> children? Absolutely. Well, be um, I have, dude, no, no bullshit. I have like real bad baby fever right now, but I'm, I, that would be super irresponsible of us. So no, I well, mean, but yes, eventually. I mean, am I the bearer of bad news that you can't have children? You know, that. <laughs> if that's what, if you're here to tell me that, do you have the results? Well, you're adopted. I don't think that means that I can't have kids. I thought you legally couldn't have kids because you're adopted. Oh, that's right. Because of that, the, the loophole. Line. <laughs> I didn't see it. Um, but I Wait, are you adopted? All right. Hello, everybody. All right. Welcome to another episode. I didn't see it, but I believe you. I'm Doug. I'm Joel. And this is episode 108. 108. Hey, right on. Just plowing through. Plow town. Right on to plow town. That's where we're heading. Straight to. Straight to Pud pulling territory. Straight to Pud, I, uh, Pudville. I've been, I've been having a hard time keeping up with the episode numbers after 105. Yeah, for like sure. It's, it's my three, brain just three, goes. <laughs> after 105, with three later. Uh, well, those are the only three I've had an issue with. Welcome to Pudville. M- Mayor Pudville. Elmer Pud. And then the tagline can be like, where all Pud is pulled? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. See, here's the thing with PUD. I know we didn't create that term. I know that. Like, like logically, we couldn't have been the people to come up with it. But it's not like a word you ever hear. You know we, what I mean? And the other day, yesterday actually on Instagram, this dude that I follow was at a video store. And he had taken a picture of their sign where they had written DVD uh-huh. because I, it said PUD. And so he had uh, a survey up, PUD or DVD. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, dude. Pud is becoming like mainstream. Dude, yeah, pulling your pud. That's like something that we've always said. There's just our kids. Yeah, but I'm oh, they're pulling your pud. Who you? Did you no, none of us? Just us in general. I know we didn't come no. up with that, but I've never heard it anywhere else until the other day. I'm sure yesterday. I'm sure the older kids mentioned pud around us one time and probably. And it's just we're, like, we're here to keep the tradition alive. After we told those stupid ass jokes last week. I, uh, which I truly enjoyed, by the way. After I after we got off the podcast, <laughs> I, I wanted to, yeah. I wanted to test myself because it took you nine and a half minutes to tell that <laughs> joke at the end, and I was losing my mind because I was like, I, I wanted to be supportive and li- I liked the joke, but towards the like six or seven minute mark, I was like, does he have a punchline? Is this gonna end? Yeah. Uh, so to t- I, I wanted to test a theory. And so I rewrote the joke. A game theory. God. I, re- I rewrote the joke, basically, and told it to Caroline and timed myself. And I got it out in like four minutes. So it's possible <laughs> to cut it down a little no, bit. No, yeah. I never said I never said that uh, it could be. That, I Dude, never said I perfected the joke. 
No, I mean, you turned it into like a one-act play, <laughs> which was really cool. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah. You know, so um, I've, I, I, I went on a run earlier today. Well, I went outside for a while. <laughs> and so... No, Where do you go for Hey, my run? running's like, getting stronger. You might not believe me, but like, uh, you know, I'm getting faster, harder, longer. I believe you, dude. The people who are, who just know you from watching this won't, won't know this, but you were fucking super athletic when you want to be. You just have I been busy. Be. Yeah, I don't know if athletic yeah. is the right word. This motherfucker, nah, dude. You were pretty. You were pretty in shape when you were doing biking all the time. Oh yeah. I fucking remember being in L.A. and like right around 2011 or 12, right before I came back. Within like a year, you were like pretty fucking cut up and biking all the time and Fuck, shit yeah we're getting back so there, it's Joel. possible it's possible just like that one time when i was so tan that everybody thought i was mexican <laughs> that or everybody just thought that you were like had like some kind of sick yeah ailment um no but like on my run you know like when you get stuff you know your brain just starts thinking of stuff and dude you know what like really has me we talk about this stuff a lot i think i don't know but uh how like astronauts like aren't like rock star status you know what but I mean? For some reason, but for some reason, billionaires who go to space are. Well, I'm not even, dude. I even knew you were gonna say that, so I was like, take that completely out of it. this. Is no, I'm not trying to tie it into <laughs> no, to no, like the sp the new the modern space race, if you will. But uh, no, like uh, I was like, dude, I don't know other than Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldridge. I don't know, Aldrin. huh? You don't even know Buzz Aldrin. You call them Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you see what I mean? Like, I don't know anyone. I'm like, these dudes, like, train their entire lives to be fucking put slapped to a fucking bomb that just shoots in one wow. direction into outer space. Into the a final frontier. Into a realm of the unknown the, the, where there is no air, there is no life, and it is cold. No gravity and dark and scary and they're just, just into gone. the endless void but some some buddy that happens to get broken into their apartment and chases them off gets interviewed and somebody takes the clip and turns it into a fucking song is like everybody knows their name you know what i mean it's like dude it's but so, so okay so that there there's that, something to that though because if you really think about it even though you you only knew those two, I could probably rattle off like maybe five or six astronaut names, maybe, and it would include those two. I mean, but I the believe thing you because I have thing, to, but I don't really believe that. I could probably do it right now. Let's go. All right. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. Uh, but but the thing is, is that if I heard the name, I could probably be like, oh, that's a, that astronaut from watching only from watching shit like Apollo 13 and knowing a little bit about the Challenger explosion. That's the only reason I have some extra names. But I like I can't say I'm the so Challenger's one, I'm the wrong. Challenger's one that, but, that uh, the Challenger the teacher, the teacher was on the teacher. Yeah. So but <laughs> See, here's you the just thing, know her as the teacher. You don't even know that her name. That, uh, no, I know. But like my point is, is that b with. With the exception of the Challenger, because that was late eighties, every every other astronaut we know is January seventeenth, nineteen eighty six, I believe. Okay, so but with the exception of that one, all the others are from the space age or the space race from the sixties and shit. Yeah, from the fifties and sixties. So I think that if I, I mean I would hope that if we actually went back to the moon, that it would be just as monumental for us. We're I going to the moon. Be, 
But we just haven't done that in was, our era. It was January 28th, 1986. Excuse me. I knew it was in January, and I knew it was in, the, in 86. So I believe you want to know something. My cousin just Bebo's a sidebar. birthday is the 28th then. What's up? A sidebar on the Challenger that's always stuck with me since I found out. It's fucked up. Okay, so as it was coming down, mm -hmm. okay, no, a boy. Don't. Hold on. Oh, they're going to say something way crazier than what you're about to say. Uh. I mean, and I'm hoping that this is true because I've I've held on to this. Yeah, okay, found it. Uh, oh fuck, I can't fucking find where he's from. But anyway, uh, as the challenger came down, a little boy somewhere had a ham radio, and uh -huh. it picked up the transmission from the challenger. And the whole time they were going down, they were saying, "We're still alive. We're still alive. No. I'm burning up." Yeah, swear no, to God. Oh no. Come on, man. No, I swear to God. <laughs> That's fucked up. Why do I you know, always bro. do that? Why do you always just like why are you like, oh yeah, you can't name an astronaut? You're like, yeah, did you know when the fucking challenger was coming down? There's a little boy in a field with a hand radio and they could hear everybody torturing and we're okay, still but alive. here's the we're thing. Still so alive. NASA NASA has always insisted that the seven crew members died instantly, but but that story does exist, and it's heavily debated whether or not it's true. Have you seen the footage of that explosion, Joel? Yeah, but that's the I thing, though. If, I they, think if the they made it longer than a second, I would be amazed. More amazed than the actual explosion itself. I don't. So I didn't realize it was a conspiracy theory till right now. That's just that something is, I've heard and has always stuck with me. Joel, there's no way they could survive longer than a second in that explosion. I mean, maybe I don't know about how the insides of those things work. Like the Just outside could be it. a flaming ball, dude. But I like, mean, that, yeah, understand that you're saying conspiracy, but also is conspiracy is that even a conspiracy or is that just a shitty rumor? No, because it's if you if it, if you search the Challenger explosion, little boy, uh huh, it it's pulls up the story of the kid pulling the hammer. But then one of the Google, you know, how Google puts the most asked questions like in the center. Uh -huh. If you click the top one, it says, "Did they die instantly?" And it says it's heavily debated, but that NASA has always insisted that they have. Well, I'm gonna. So it's. I mean, I hate to go with Big Brother, but I have, I'm gonna go with NASA on this one. Yeah, I mean, dude, I have no, I have no reason not to believe NASA. So I'm gonna say NASA's probably telling the truth. I, I just mean, didn't know that till right now. NASA, I mean, granted, they're lying about everything. You know, their only existence is just to make sure that we don't fall off of this uh, round Earth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, oh, I hear you. Yeah, dude, and so like, uh, and to make sure that we don't get to uh, Hilar in the uh, center of Earth and uh, Hollow Earth, and we all know that King Kong versus Godzilla was simply put out to ease the impact of ex of telling the people that the hearth hearth is hearth. hollow is <laughs> the earth is hollow but anyways so back to my uh conundrum they're not rock stars you know what i mean and then yeah. like the ones that are rock i'm not saying anybody that because a rock star doesn't earn it and they don't deserve it by any means but and it's like comes to the second it's like I knew, okay, when, when we were kids, or like when everybody's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? You're like, I want to be an astronaut, you know, or I want to sure. be a fireman. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. fuck, how fucking cute is that? You know what I mean? This cute. <laughs> Just pinch your fucking cheeks yeah, off. Oh, you're so fucking cute. I'm straight to the moon. It's like, oh, little 
Bobby, you think you're going to go to the moon, but you're really just going to end up working in this small town at a gas station because you got addicted to meth on accident when you were in high school because your friend said that it's cool and fun. That one time that you did it, you can never get away. You know what I mean? But you remember when you wanted to be an astronaut? To be fair, I'm sure that you could get a meth high that feels like you're in space. Sure. I can only imagine. And to be fair... There are astronauts, so this doesn't happen to everybody. <laughs> yeah, there's just no all kids that say they want to be an astronaut. It's like signing an instant DOA, bro. Just dead. <laughs> Twenty years from now, in a used car, shooting up fentanyl but, an accident. So Damn, you, bro. Yeah, for sure. So you never like hear, but you never hear a kid saying, "I want to uh, manage a hedge fund." You never hear Shit. kids. You know what I mean. You might soon, bro. Uh, I understand, but you never hear a kid being like, "Oh, when I grow up, I want to be a complete piece of shit." I Wall Street banker, a computer engineer. <laughs> I want to be on Wall Street. You don't hear sure, that. Sure. You hear kids say like the the typical ash. So, or even a, a musician, whatever. And so, all I'm getting at is, it's like with the, I don't know why this is so so perplexing to me. I don't understand why mm-hmm. I'm so on this right now. But it's just like. It's a life goal. And then, like, when do astronauts... Yeah, okay, this is why I'm saying this. When a kid's like, I want to be an astronaut when I grow up. When do when does an astronaut in their young life... Grow up. <laughs> no. Yeah, do they ever grow up? No. Do, truly realize, oh, shit, I want to be an astronaut. You know it what I mean? It has to be. It absolutely... Here's the thing. It absolutely would have to be... Even if, it, even if the, the astronaut part of it was secondary... You would have to make a conscious choice as a very young child in school school? to succeed. No, I'm thinking even elementary to start succeeding at a level uh, above and beyond. Because we're talking about the best of the best uh, mentally, physically. Like the the way that they trained astronauts wasn't just, oh, this dude can handle being in space. These motherfuckers were brilliant oh yeah you know what i mean they still are and they were physically on it like they they could physically withstand the trials and tribulations of being in space no for sure so i think that a lot of i think if you're gonna be i think i don't know maybe it doesn't become a conscious choice that i'm actually going to be an astronaut but i think there are i mean there has to be there are kids out there who just have this maybe it's instilled from their parents but a drive that exceeds beyond most kids so you don't just go to the air force and you're a badass pilot and everything like hey too though probably are are they like hey dude you know what uh we think you'd be a really great shuttle man but then they would you're like will smith and you're like me they're like yeah okay but next thing you know he's fucking flying around what and will smith's whole thing is that he can't get accepted to nasa because it's so fucking hard that's his okay. whole thing. He wants to be an astronaut, but NASA won't accept him. And Harry Connick Jr. is like, I'm sorry, man. It's not right. You're going to get it, man. I promise. And they're like obsessed with dolphins or something like that? I guess something. And he talks about getting on his knees. And, and like there's this weird almost blowjob joke, but then he, a ring falls and he like proposes. I don't know. That oh, movie's yeah. weird. Anyway, yeah. anyway, my point is just that I think it's still really fucking hard because in that movie, he's like this amazing air force guy but nasa's like sorry bro not good enough yeah but that's a movie no so okay <laughs> so, so i mean yeah that's a movie so uh so anyways just food for thought put it out there leave in the comments below reach out to joel and i who's tell your, us your favorite thought. astronaut who's your let, favorite leave it astronaut? in the comments yeah let us know who is your face, favorite astronaut i know t- one neil armstrong yeah you, you literally only one, named one and there's another one named buzz and there's Aldrin. a th- 
Aldridge, Andre, Aldrin, and then Andre, uh, Andre, and then another one named um, the teacher, R.I.P. And then another one named. That's all I got. So, um, oh, actually, yes. before we move on from astronauts, this yeah, is sure. Just, we don't have to move on. We can stay here for days. Um. Uh. Do you remember? Oh shit! I was in high school. I was probably a sophomore. Now I might have even been a freshman, and. Uh, a space shuttle crashed. The cha- no, it, not the Challenger. It was um, oh god, yeah, it was like 2003, wasn't it? Somewhere around there, yeah. Uh, but and I'm not, I'm not gonna throw any names out or anything. But Columbia, yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna throw any names out or anything. But somebody in Quero was best friends with one of the astronauts on there, and really? I was with them watching the whole thing crash. It was fucking a intense. child. A no, child was adult. best friends with an astronaut. No, an adult. I was just there with them while it was happening, watching it on TV, and it was weird. Because I was on. When you're a kid, you're so you're disconnected from everything. That's, Shit, I'd be disconnected from a spatial crash right Columbia now. But Columbia was re-entering our atmosphere, right? Is that didn't it burn up re-entering the atmosphere? Yeah, on February first, two thousand three. Yeah, two thousand three, February first, two thousand three. I was a senior in high school. You know, I didn't realize that that's what ha- was happening until like. You're like, damn, that's fucking pretty. No, no. I always thought that they were referring to the Challenger in 1986. I mean, I was a kid. I'm like, oh, yeah. I didn't realize that like an other. It literally was happening. Yeah, right until like, d- like days later. I'm like, oh, wait, that's another one. Like, yes. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, I don't know. They we didn't have internet. We didn't have the internet the way we used to or do now. So how the hell was I supposed to know? Anyways, RIP to the Columbia Two. That's terrible. It's it's. They awful. shouldn't name all the ones that are going to crash with C names. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah? Say, what's another one? Donut. The Conqueror. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. The Conquest. Oh. Nope. Oh, dude. Okay. So the I syllab- got called on this syllabus? really so fucking. Yes. I got called on this really fucking fast. So I'm not gonna ever. I'm not gonna say I believe this because I definitely don't. I was just excited when I heard it because I was like, "Wow, a theory I've never heard about something so old." I have a conspiracy theory for you, and it's a hot one. Okay, so again, for the, anybody that's listening this first time, the name of the show is actually we don't abide by it, but we're supposed to believe. The idea is to be, like get into theories like this and give them a positive, like we believe it, to see how far we can take it but joel anyways i don't know whatever go ahead joel okay so i absolutely don't believe this and the person who called me on it is very smart and explained to me in like two sentences how it couldn't even be possible basically um but i have a theory for you about the titanic Uh uh-huh what if i told you that the titanic Never sank. Go I go on. Okay. So. (sighs) I got to find the guy's name. Okay. So. There were actually two boats that the guy who owned the Titanic owned. Okay. One was called the Titanic Mm -hmm. and the other was called the Olympic. Okay. Okay. Now, the Olympic was uh, in bad shape and had, a, had problems, okay. okay? It was old. Old. Uh, it was old. It was, an, it was the second White Star Line ship. Am I, the RMS close my, am I supposed to close my eyes for this? 
No, no, okay. no, no. So it was damaged in 1911, the year before the Titanic sank. Okay. Okay. Uh, it was repaired and sailed to, to New York and back, and it returned to Belfast in March 1912 for more repairs. A couple of months before the Titanic set sail. Where did the Titanic okay. sell, sell from? Belfast? Britain. Oh, okay. No, no, that's just where they were fixing the, the Olympic. Okay. okay. So, some, some person or people, this is the theory, some person or people found that the Olympic was too severely damaged to be profitable. And so, at some point, they switched it with the Titanic to purposefully ditch the damaged ship, reach, reap the insurance money, and... Obviously, that would kill a bunch of people in the process. So that seems extremely nefarious, right? And like, who would just plan to sink a ship for insurance money just to, just to get insurance money and kill all those innocent people? Hold on, but, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So insurance, like the insurance game was a thing back in the oh day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And guess what else was a thing? Okay. Big banks. Big banks. Okay. And here's where the big banks come into play with Titanic. It's fascinating. Okay. So on the Titanic was... Uh, Jacob Astor, Isidore Strauss, and Benjamin Guggenheim, who were all massive bankers at the time. Isidore okay? Strauss and, and Guggenheim? Isidore Strauss, Benjamin Guggenheim, and Jacob Astor. Okay? Wow. They, were, they were massive billionaire bankers or millionaire bankers. If those the aren't the, okay? the best names I've heard in a long time. I, I know. But guess who, else, guess who else was supposed to be on board? Oh, Rockefeller. J.P. Morgan. Really? Yeah. So J.P. Morgan, so, but I thought he was an American. I mean, I don't, I'm sure there were a lot of Americans on the Titanic or something. I don't fucking really know. Wait, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? No, it, why would there be any Americans on the Titanic? What? There were, dude, it was just like a travel. It wasn't like, dude, there was a lot of rich people who rode it to be on the biggest ship on its first voyage. So it they wasn't just take a boat to London or England to get on a boat to go back to America just to do it? I don't know. I'm not going to say what rich people were doing back then, but this it's that's not a lie that he was supposed to be on the Titanic. That's not a theory. That's fact. And those other bankers were on the Titanic, and they all died. Hold on. Before you so, move, huh. all right, all right, let's just figure out what J.P. Morgan's from. Now, that's going to help me out. Okay, but so so in those three people dying, it took out all, all of his rivals. They all so died on it? Yeah, he's from so Hartford, Connecticut, dude. I don't understand why J.P. Morgan would be on that boat. I don't know why you're freaking out that Americans were on the Titanic. Because the Titanic left from England. I'm not saying there was no Americans on there, but I don't okay. see that. Around, be 300, around 300 American passengers were aboard, were aboard the ship for Titanic's maiden voyage. A behavioral, a behavioral economist at Queensland University of Technology t said that American passengers were 8.5% more likely to survive by other than other nationalists. And why? I don't know. Maybe because they were that the Americans that got on it were the rich people. Okay. All right. Um, Fair I'm enough. Okay. So there were Americans on there, JP Morgan, not being one of them. But he was supposed to be. Okay. And he, at the last second, like, and I mean the last second, not days before, but the last second, decided not to get on the Titanic. And all of his rivals perished. Mm. I don't know. So when you think about if someone was already, if, if, if any of this was true, you would have somebody who was already in, in looking into the insurance game, which I'm assuming back then was like a very high up kind of thing. Yeah. And then you have J.P. Morgan, who would be the person who could kind of make those strings get pulled. Yeah. Or who could pull those strings, rather. I don't believe it, 
but I have not ever heard a Titanic theory. And when I heard it, it was with such conviction that I was like, huh, yeah, yeah, it was the Olympic. Crazy, so, crazy. The movie was lies. So the, that movie is not true at all. So you tell me that, okay, so, uh, the, the, so the boat that sank, there was a boat that sank. Yes, but it was the Olympic, and the, they just switched the names on the two boats. So they, they took the Titanic, put it in, in Belfast. Yes? They hit it somewhere. The Olympic was actually in Belfast being fixed. So the Titanic was switched to the Olympic. So the, Okay, so how do they switch it? That's what I'm saying. I'm not sure. I'm looking to see if there's anything in there that says how they could possibly. I mean, I had never seen the Titanic, but I heard it was pretty big. And I oh, don't there's know, also you got to be. Careful I don't know if David Copperfield was around back then. So you got to be careful with these because apparently QAnon has latched onto the Rothschild, Rothschilds being involved, which is has its roots in anti-Semitism. So you don't want to get too deep down that theory. But the theory of the Olympic is the I heard that on like a fucking BuzzFeed thing. So is um, QAnon still a thing? Oh yeah, weird. Bro, <laughs> I don't really want to get into politics, but let's either. just say there's still I, I a thing. The rest, and I can go the rest of the show never talking about politics again. For sure. You should definitely, though, look up what they're up to after you get off this. Okay. It's pretty wild. For sure. They have some great theories now. They have some great theories now. You heard, you heard it here straight from the, the Joel's mouth. Oh, hey. I, wanted, I wanted to t talk about an awesome movie, but I also wanted to shout out Youth Energy for this fucking shirt. Yo, like... This shit is so hard, dude. The front's cool and everything. It's fucking awesome, but the back is wild. Your butt crack just fucking fell out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joel, that's great. That it's is cool, dope. Man. Yeah, that, that's cool, man. <laughs> Free butt crack in there. My bad. Shit, dude. I don't think that can be on YouTube. Yes, it can. Can but, it? Joel, it wasn't even on there. We're just saying butt crack. Anyways, well, I guess we're going to uh, find but out. Yeah, so anyway, Youth Energy killed it with this. And I already told, I already shouted him out last week for this hat and shit. But yeah, awesome shirt. Really like it. Sweet. Anything? Um, but okay. I wanted to talk about or tell you about Fear Street movies. Yeah. Because I find it super interesting that, that it's actually working out. So Fear Street, obviously, um, uh, awesome horror series for teenagers that R.L. Stein wrote in the 90s. Uh, it's more intense than Goosebumps. People die. It's like an actual... Most of the books are like a little toned down from something like Scream, but pretty close. Um, and they made, they made movies about it for Netflix. Um, it wasn't originally for Netflix, but they're on Netflix now. So it's three movies. Uh, 1994, 1978, and 1666. And they're all directed by the same, the same lady, and uh, they come out every week. So the first two are out, and the third one comes out this Friday. Oh, shit. First, I didn't really, yeah. I, that makes more sense. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like so the first, the first one, 94, uh, is very, very heavily influenced by 90 slashers. So like Scream, I Know What You Did Last Summer. All the soundtrack is awesome. They went back that old school route of just making a killer so soundtrack. So they it's just, got like... But they're pumping those songs. Like, oh, dude, yeah. Like no, no, for sure. They, it's a little overboard. Yeah. But there's like garbage and bush and fucking smashing pumpkins and radiohead and tlc uh but then the 74 or 78 rather 
was an homage to like Friday the 13th and like those camp slashers from the 70s. Yeah. And it also had some banging songs, some Don't Fear the Reaper and some fucking... That, actually, that's the only one I really remember. But uh, so they're <laughs> both really fun. And I was just super surprised because they're rated R. They're extremely violent. There was yeah. boobies in the second one. Boobies. And I was just, I'm about it. And the, I don't really like period horror. Like I liked The Witch and I, I kind of... Like the witch in the lighthouse is really the only two that I've ever really liked. I just kind of get bored with the period pieces, but this fucking sixteen sixty six one looks nuts. So like at the end of the first two, they show you like a teaser for the third for the next one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I wasn't really into it even after the second one. I was kind of like, man, I really wish the third one took place in like normal time. Yeah, yeah. Like now, uh, they showed a little teaser for it. It looks fucking evil. It looks cool, man. Like it looks really fucking satanic and like just like deep in like I don't know. Like I I'm sure it'll be corny, but the visuals are just seeped in like actual occult imagery and shit that looks pretty cool. So. Yeah, for sure. So that's weird that you uh, say we're talking about the soundtrack or whatever, but like, uh, you know, and you, we talked about the novelization of uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood last week, didn't we? Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. like, but you know, like something I kind of caught on to because I've seen, I've watched the movie so many times, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but something like just like, you know, just deep diving into it and everything, the AM radio being such a huge part of that film. And like pretty much like controlling the entire like narrative, like every time the radio's yeah. on, it's directing like the story. I was like, it's oh, got exposition. Sh-. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Yeah. And, and when like, did so you watch, dude? I just watched it like three days ago myself. Uh, well, I, like two days, two or three days ago, and I like rewatched it again. I'm like, oh, dude, it kind of just transforms the movie because you're like looking, you're like looking for those cues, you know? Yeah. And, uh, bro, Tarantino is going hard on freaking Linda fucking Lee, dude. He is fucking, I'm like, bro. I I just, I don't even like, I I don't really, I mean, obviously I don't have a dog in that fight. Yeah, neither neither do I. So I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like, bro, I think maybe it's her dad, bro. Like, no, you're thinking that's Shannon Lee. But like, yeah, of course, yeah. But Shannon, Lee, but he's like calling her. He's like straight up saying that Linda Lee's a liar and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm like, it's like I'm like, bro, just, kind of maybe just I don't know. You don't have to say it. Yeah, just, like just, I, just, 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 just. I just, would, I just would hate to see him squander the goodwill he has before he puts out his tenth and final movie. Yeah, for sure. I would hate to see him put his foot in his fucking mouth I, so hard that we can't enjoy it. I don't think that's <laughs> gonna what if anything's gonna do it, that's not gonna be it. I'm oh hard. no no I, I don't think it will, but it's just like, bro, what are you doing? Shut the fuck up. Like the it He's sucks just convicted. because I I wanted to see what people thought about that book and I searched reviews for it and like it, it got really good reviews, but like the headline from I think the Times was uh it was like quentin tarantino wrote an awesome pulpy book but almost ruined it by opening his mouth too much and it's basically like the reviewer was like as i was reading the book i'm i'm also seeing all these news stories about what a prick this dude's being and it makes it really hard to just love this book so i know what pulpy means in for sure but for the customers out there and all the other listeners that don't know what that means what does pulpy mean i mean i know do you know what do you know what pulp fiction is yes Okay, well, so for the people who don't know what Pulp Fiction is, uh, it would be books or, or, or it's, it was books that are uh, a little scandalous and a little a little uh, on the edge back in the day. They were the more, it was like the noir books, like, okay, like the spy books where the dude would bang chicks and fucking solve murders and was always drinking and always had a cigarette and fucking a little bit gritty, but like really easy to read. 
That's yes. important. We're talking we're talking nickel books that you would buy at the grocery store at the checkout line, okay? Yeah. So like that's why you'll see like the cover of Pulp Fiction is supposed to look like one of those scandalous books. That's why there's a 10 cent sticker in the corner of the poster and shit. Gotcha. Um, so pulpy is just an adjective to describe a book that or or a screenplay that reaches back into those old tropes and yeah. uses them uses them to titillate which titillate. is un, which is unusual now because we don't have to be pulpy now we can just show sex yeah you can so show when tit- someone titillation when someone yeah like that book the book is really really graphic but it's graphic in almost a corny way so it's a horny book but it feels fun and like it the, feels light it doesn't like, feel like reading porn and it kind of like breezes through like the entire like what the like the, the biggest scene in the movie right like that's not even like that's like it just, doesn't even happen in the book somebody just mentions it oh cool so uh <laughs> no yeah well, it, anyways yeah so we enough enough of that i guess but um you know what dude you remember when everybody used to call you fruit fly no no? When did anybody call me fruit fly? Do you remember that everybody be like, "What's up, fruit fly?" Because you're like, "Who the fuck <laughs> called me fruit fly?" Yeah, everybody did, especially like in well, when you were in high school, everybody was just like, "Hey, what's up, fruit fly?" You don't remember that? No one ever called me fruit fly. No, of course they did. Like, and you would have all those little flies because you would like you like have all those little flies going around your head. I mean, I don't know if there are fruit flies flying around your head, but everybody like just pen? and you're like, "Hey, what's up, fruit fly?" And you used to love it. You used to love being called fruit fly. You don't remember that? Uh, no, I don't remember that. Can <laughs> I send a picture to you on this chat? No, no. damn it. Because I searched Pigpen right now to see if that was the character from from Snoopy, but it pulled up some real person named Roy McKernan. <laughs> is he? Was he? Uh, is Roy McKernan happen to be in the Grateful Dead? One of the original members of Grateful Dead, play keyboard. Sure was. Yep. He's dead. I've never heard of that dude in my life. I fucking don't like the Grateful Dead. Hey, I'm just gonna not, throw I'm myself not. under the bus. I really pissed Doug off this week. Oh, shit. Dude, I thought you were just fucking with me. No, just- but I'll explain myself. So it, it really, so here's the thing. To preface this, mm-hmm. every time I get in my car, the radio is has done, every, since I moved here, every time I get in the fucking car, the radio is doing something weird or playing something strange for the time or like acting like it's in another universe because dallas has a weird dallas has weird frequencies man and not like weird like not like weird like cool but like weird like weird it's just off a little bit right so like like i've told i've said on here there's been two times where i've got in the car and they've been playing the marcy playground album front to back for no reason that's awesome but it's for no reason and it's just randomly dude honestly Uh, the past few times i've been in dallas i actually really enjoyed it yeah i'm just saying the radios are weird and you really like it up there too right it's it's fine yeah um but, but the radios uh, are so weird they play a lot of like newer stuff but they also play a lot of classic rock right and i'm not ever gonna pretend like i was a huge fan of classic rock like i just never got into it and i tried to get into some and i did and then some i just couldn't get into um so i haven't like really heard a lot you know what i mean i haven't really like set i haven't heard deep cuts or anything okay you know um but i've heard all the popular shit and I'm a hundred percent don't give a shit what you think about me saying I don't like ZZ Top, I don't like ACDC, I don't like Leonard Skinner, I like Led Zeppelin, I don't like the Doors, I love the Who, I like the Grassroots. Those are some that I like and a couple that I don't like. But one that I've never really had an opinion on either way was Pink Floyd. 
Jake. I didn't because I, I I I completely understood how fucking revolutionary it was. I still do, and I completely understand how fucking brilliant it was, and I completely understand the the fucking market left on music and shit. That being said, I absolutely do not like it. So I was in the car. I'm sitting in traffic, and the fucking radio, which one was it playing? Oh, Dark Side of the Moon was playing, and it's so fucking big, and it's so fucking grand. And I'm just sitting here hating everything. And this like, I'll see you on the dark side. I'm like, fucking shut up. Just shut up. And so I called you and I was like, you texted I was like, me. It, it, no, I called you. Oh, you called me. That's right. I called you because I just call Doug every time I get frustrated with the radio. And every time it's just mostly supposed to be funny and fast. And I know he's at work and he's going to answer. And I'm going to go fuck this band. And he's going to go, I'm at work. I can't talk and I'll hang up. But this time he answered and I said, I fucking hate Pink Floyd. And he went, what? <laughs> and I was like, I said, I fucking hate Pink Floyd. They're playing Dark Side of the Moon on the radio right now. And I fucking hate it. And he's like, are you fucking with me? And I was like, what? And then traffic starts moving and I'm paying attention to that. And he's going, are you fucking, are you joking? Why are you calling me? Why are you calling me and telling me this? That's right. And then I, I'm like, oh, my bad, dude. I, I didn't realize you liked him. And I, we hung up and I'm getting food. I'm in line at, at Chick-fil-A or In-N-Out or something. It kind of fucked me all up. The, all of a sudden it dawns on me that the reason I do know some Pink Floyd songs besides The Wall and Dark Side of the Moon is because me and you used to sit in your room and listen to it <laughs> at Inakwa. And you had like a DVD that we watched together. Live in Pompeii. You tried so hard to get me into Pink Floyd, and not only did it not work, I completely forgot about it. I had a and huge I don't remember. Pink Floyd poster, <laughs> huge, yeah, like the size right. of and my the poster, wall. And you were so happy about the poster, and it just didn't. Damn it, chair. Hold on. It just it didn't dawn on me in the moment. Yeah, so I'd fine. like to what extend an apology to Doug. For saying, oh, oh no, he's going, oh, oh, you don't like fucking Pink Floyd? Why don't you get off and listen to some Dance Gavin Dance or some L7 or some shit like that? I didn't say L7. I said I Dance know. Gavin Dance or how's, I said, how's the new Panic of the Disco? You go, it's pretty good, like, actually. I like, I love the new Panic of the Disco. Shout out to him, man. What I've seen, hell? I've seen L7. Okay, who the fuck is L7? It's that, like, it's that like girl a chick band, yeah, right? from the 90s. And yeah, they what played, did they sing? I, I don't really know, but I saw him at Fun 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 their, Fest. Their singer is that girl who pulled her tampon out when everybody was throwing beer at her at fucking uh, uh, or something like that. Lollapalooza, and she fucking pulled her used tampon out and slapped it on some dude's fucking face, or, or no, she slapped it on the monitor, and it, it it stayed there for like the entire rest of the concert where other bands were playing and shit. Smacked it on some dude's face. <laughs> I like how you call it Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza. That's what it's fucking called. But I thought, is it? Lollapalooza. Yeah, but you said Lollapalooza. Did I? I think so. I Did don't know. I? You started cracking up. Dude, I was just thinking about this. Like, dude, you're going to have to really step it up with your uh, sound game over there, dude. What do you mean? I can't hear you. And you're telling me this now? <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> uh have you um do you watch tiktok i, I know we talk no, about reels a lot no 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 i dude and i actively uh, i dude i will not get on tiktok dude the, like now Neither that I, know, I only i i won't even download it but you know what you're sending me are tiktoks what do you mean 
Those things we're sending back and forth to each other, those are TikToks that people oh, just yeah, put on Oh, yeah, I figured, yeah. But like I said, yeah. like those are bad enough, you know what I mean? So like, dude, no, right. I can't be fucking getting no, on TikTok. But have you seen the trend that, that I feel I almost, I'm honestly, now that it's like going so out of control, starting to kind of feel bad for the dude. But you know, at the same time, I'm sure this dude fucking knew how cringy he was being. What's happening? So one of these, so you know how you can duet people? Yes. Right? So like you respond to their video? Yes. Okay, well, that opens up the door for anyone who posts something cringy or what roast worthy to just anyone can roast it. You know what I mean? And not only can they roast it, but their, their video can include your video. Yeah. You know? Okay, so this fucking guy, he's a, you know, a typical Gen Z, I guess what would be like the typical Gen Z white boy influencer. He's uh -huh. got this blonde hair and these eyes and this fucking chiseled face. And he's just so fucking dreamy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's going, it says, it says it's okay. It's totally okay to show your goofy side. And he goes, he almost, he goes, he almost ripped your mic out. What the I know. Fuck? I'm going to show you what he does. This is going to make your stomach hurt. He goes, it says it's okay to show your goofy side. And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So everyone is responding with them doing fucking crazy fucked up shit and then fake laughing. And it kills me. <laughs> Lil Nas X did one and he's in the bathtub with a toaster going, <laughs> <laughs> this dude's lighting a propane tank on fire. He's got the, he's got the fire and he's going, it's fucking hysterical. And there's thousands of them, Doug. That video is, I've saw it for the first time maybe two days ago. And now there's full on TikTok or full on YouTube compilations that are like 20 minutes long of people roasting that dude. Dude, thank you so much for telling me all about that. I really am excited that you fed up my ear with some bullshit. So I'm going to fill, fill your ears up with some right now. So there's some yep. big fights that were on this past weekend. I'm sure you oh, see the clips like go off like that, a crazy. It was hilarious, dude. bro. Fucking idiot. Dude, what? No. He's Who? a fucking moron, bro. Who? McGregor. He's a goddamn idiot. He's a very wealthy idiot. That's for damn so? sure. So anyways. So what? What kind of quantifier is that? There's a lot of wealthy idiots. <laughs> How do you think he gets that wealth? I know, I get it, but I, and we're talking about it, Anyways. so it's fucking working. But so, bro, no, I'm just saying, there's some Schadenfreude there to see him leave on a stretcher after saying all that shit. Yes, before. Joel, you've watched, you've obviously watched some clips about it. So, anyways, everybody that I watched the whole thing. Oh my god, no, you fight, fucking though. didn't. I did. Did you really? I really did. I really did. How did you take? Did you? No, I just saw, I saw that fight. Okay. Just that one fight. After the fact? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way after. The anyway, fact. stop. All right. You're, you're, you are wasting precious airtime right now by interjecting. Anyways, so for those that know that have been watching, yes, I am a MMA fan. I love you. I love the fights. UFC was on this past weekend. And if we talked about MMA, we'd probably actually have successful podcasts because apparently that's the way to make it in podcast. Have you ever noticed that? Every successful podcast has something to do with MMA. Or crime. Like, or crime, yeah. And like we're just like those two shitheads right in the middle that just don't that don't or, commit to either. And then and don't ever forget that there's some dickhead out there with the number one podcast in the world walking around. <laughs> Fair enough. And so, okay. So, yes, the Conor McGregor and, <laughs> excuse me, I'm so sorry. Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier, three, the most 
talked about thing over the weekend or for buildup. And yes, Conor McGregor's leg snapped at the end of the first round. He, uh, for some reason, didn't feel the pain as much as everybody thought he would because he kept on talking that trash. It was very disrespectful. And I was, no, the dude, I was, shit was go ahead. sorry. I'll just say the funniest shit was the, the, whoever took the picture that the camera from behind all the cameras and you just see, uh, what's her name? Josie or Jolie or whatever. Jolie. His wife just flipping him off. while he's Yeah. Cause talking. he talked so much shit about her. I know, he's saying some weird. really other things, and it's like just yeah, and it's like you know, and it just shows that he. I mean, it just breaks your heart because you, there's so many. You're, I mean, it, just watching Conor and being a fan of his for so long to see him get to that point, and you're like, dude, why are you t choosing that path? It's like you are so you are so successful. There's absolutely no reason to talk to another person, especially about their family that way. In my, but anyways, but I'm really no, no, for sure. I mean, I've kind of always felt like that since he beat that old man up in that bar. Yeah, like, it's, it's just like, problem? dude, it's just like, dude, he's been given so many chances by the people, man, just to redeem himself. And he's like, oh, and he was doing such a good job. And then he just does shit like that. But anyways, but he is extremely well, like rich. So it's like, because he's extremely watchable. Yes, I understand. He's marketing himself. But anyways, I'm really not bringing that up. I'm actually bringing that, bringing up the whole weekend because there was a fight on there. It was the prelims were fucking awesome. Prelims are the fights you can watch for free before the actual card starts. All the prelims are great, but there's a fight. The very first fight on the card on the actual pay-per-view was Sean O'Malley versus Chris uh, Matino, I believe is how you say his name. Uh, Mutino, maybe I keep on saying it wrong, but the reason I don't know him so well is because this kid, uh, Sean O'Malley, supposed to fight this guy who dropped out, and then Chris Matino, he wasn't even signed to the UFC. He's just an up and coming fighter, trying, you know, trying to get make a living, just trying to get seen, trying to make it as a fighter. They pick him up for this fight, you know what I mean? And so, like, this is his first UFC appearance. He's on one of the biggest cards of the year, possibly one of the biggest cards like of like the past five years. Uh, anyways. Sean O'Malley's not—he's not a ranked fighter, but he's definitely badass. He has a big presence. He's like—he's a—he's the—he's like the young guy. He's like real skinny, and he's like 135. He has tattoos all over his face. He has like braid. He always get, has colorful hair, and he does the braids. I mean, he—I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I can—I think I'm picturing. But anyway, that. Sean O'Malley, look him up. And if—I mean—he's like making a presence. He's not even a ranked fighter, and like he's like one of the most well-known fighters out there right now. Anyways, fights his kid, Chris Matino. Oh yeah, 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 I know this guy. And so, dude, this fight. Three round, three five minute rounds. This kid, Chris Matino, takes a full on beating, and not just like, just like straight up, like Leslie Nielsen in a Naked Gun film, just getting his face beat in, dude. And he just keeps coming forward and doesn't stop. And he's just like, just the whole. And dude, I had some friends over and stuff, and the whole time. All you hear the entire 15 minutes or 25 minutes with all the breaks is this, oh, 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 because this kid just is coming. It just, and he doesn't stop. It becomes laughable. You're rooting for it. And then all of a sudden you're laughing like, what the fuck? He's just getting, Sean O'Malley's just like, put it on him, dude. Yeah, Putting yeah, yeah. it on him. Turning his face into jelly, dude. Like, dude, this kid has severe brain damage happening right now. And Herb Dean is the ref in there. You just see him just like getting closer and closer. It's like, and the kid will not fall down. He will not knock out. He he got hit on the jaw in the round, in the first round and fell down towards the end. But other than that, he just kept came, coming forward. Fall, just, get like Homer. And dude, his, yes. And his hands are like, and his hands are like just starting to drop. He's just, <laughs> just getting fucking hit in the face. And, it's fine. and finally, 
the crowd just turns, dude, and everybody's just rooting for him. Even us at home, just like, just screaming for this kid while he's getting his fucking face just destroyed. He just won't stop, though. You know what I mean? Like that Rudy element, that yeah, Rocky, yeah, yeah. that Rocky element. He, he, just, he has too much heart. Too, he he is his he he he's he's his mental strength is like he's too uh, strong for his own good. He's like, you know what I mean? Ego's too proud. Too yeah, proud. He's just like. He's, 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 what's the fuck that expression? I used it last week, actually. Think you're talking about a fighter. He's, yeah, he's too, he's, he's his own worst enemy. You know what I mean? He's just like, yeah, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, just like, dude, he's just like, yeah, proud, has something to prove. And he definitely proved it. The last 30 seconds, Herb Dean finally steps in. The last 30 seconds, finally, it's like, this is fucking enough. And the whole crowd is just, boo, boo. And everyone's like, this fucking kid is like, why you dive it? Why, like, he's just like, why are you stopping? He can't fucking, like, dude, and it's like, and just look at him. I was like, dude, this dude got, anyways, huge fan of this kid. Go watch that fucking fight. It is fucking insane. As soon as we get insane. off, I will. I want to watch. I still haven't watched it, but the Jessica I fight, who, who, who left her head looking like a piggy bank? Yeah. That dude. shit was fucked dude, up. Dude, it was bro. fucked up. It was a, that, so what happened was. And she's smiling with their fucking faces yeah. like a, ugh. So they threw, they both threw a right. I think they were both throwing rights and they slipped like, so they both missed and then they, so their heads clash and it's, and it's slid her oh, wide see, open. I, I didn't see it. I just saw the picture. Yeah. Jessica her. third eye. Yeah. Yeah, for that sure. Crazy, dude. And like, bro. you know, like I, I've never like, uh, I do anybody that steps to that octagon, no matter who you are on that, but on any level, even if it's like in the, uh, your first fight in the back of a fucking warehouse somewhere, like dude, it takes a tremendous amount of courage. Like, oh yeah, hell yeah. I've never you're done it. I never will. Yourself out there to get your ass potentially yeah, but, demolished. So, but you know, but as a fight fan, you do pick and choose. I mean, you have favorites, and you have some people that you just don't care to watch or whatever. Sure. But after that fight with Jessica, I mean, I, I just it's just it's not that I never liked Jessica. I just like, uh, you know, I just uh, her fights or whatever just never like called to me or whatever. But this one, like, I'm like, yeah. dude, I'm definitely, definitely, definitely into her. Sure. I have to say, I was—I've never heard of her until I saw that. But her face, just the fact that she was like had this crazy smile still, like yeah. I was like, oh damn, she's well, you know, because like Jessica, I think the reason that like it was not off-putting, I should say, but like you know, like the whole weight cutting game and everything—that's like that's like the more important than the actual fight for them personally. Oh, yeah. Obviously, yeah, yeah. the most important thing for us is watching the fight. But dude, like uh, she, Jessica, uh, she she went through this thing where she was like talking mad, a lot of mad shit about um, one of her opponents and weight cutting and stuff like that and, and then she gets on scale and didn't make weight you know what i mean so it's just kind of like a tumultuous character but at the same yeah, time yeah, yeah. again applaud anybody that gets that does that so you know what would be interesting what? and i mean i guess to some some to some extent people like mcgregor do this um but like the idea of a hero and a heel yeah is is like i i i get that maybe they play up characteristics more in the yeah. UFC that are just their actual characteristics. But I think it would be interesting if, and I mean, I'm sure nobody would want this, but it would be interesting if there were storylines to MMA that didn't involve the actual outcome of the fight. So there if is, they would, if they would like create fake, cause like I, I, I well, just, it's upon the fighters. I get turned off by the real drama. I want funny ass drama. Well, you know, like, I don't want to yeah. see. Well, Dustin Poirier is such a stand up guy, and you know, like the thing is, and I get a lot of flack because I, I am a McGregor fan, it, and like, I'm heartbroken the way that he handled all this, and I'm so, and it, that fight was so. 
heartbreaking because it didn't go all the way. But I've always been a huge fan of Dustin Poirier. He's a lot. Mm-hmm. He's from Lafayette. He's like, dude, rag to riches story. Like his girlfriend now he does wife, a lot of charity work and shit too, right? The, like, the good fight, yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. His, uh, his that's his with nonprofit. Justin Wren. Yeah, and so yeah. like, uh, and so like he. Um, and they pretty much uh, they they build shelters for pig for the pygmies and stuff like that. Yeah, and they so, just got them clean water and yeah, shit. Like, they're yeah, fucking and awesome. dig wells yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. And so, um, but anyways, and so like, um, like dude, Dustin Poirier, he, his his now wife, they've been together through since the beginning, dude. Like he, she's driving him like across the states to get in a, to fight and make like a hundred bucks. Put gas in yeah, t- yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? Like like through the thick and thin, you know. And so like you really gotta, and so like when. You hear them like going like wait or McGregor doing all that dirty talk like that's like it's kind of it's very it's heartbreaking you know it's like that's not why I'm watching this you know what I mean well and I, I haven't seen any Hold proof on. of this but I had heard you know because the DM thing it's not yeah he the, he tried to no, do no, a video capture and it's it's the just, message right but the message is deleted by him yeah but uh, apparently it was her asking where his check that he had promised them. Oh, probably. Fight yeah, probably. Which yeah, it's just like even worse. Like, damn, yeah. dude. No, yeah, it's it's definitely exactly. And so, but with that said, Poirier is such a shining example of what like a positive role model is and everything. And he's like a him, real life John Cena, dude. He's fucking awesome, dude. And he like, dude, yeah. I just ah, I, I'm I'm dude. I'm just like, I was a dude. Everyone's like, who do you want to win? I'm like, I wanted to go to the end, and I want them to get a draw, and I want them to be best friends and hug and you know and that's it but if but i was but i did say the chance poirier is definitely going to win today junior fuck off the poirier is definitely going to be you know getting his hand raised but anyways because mcgregor doesn't really have anything to lose you know so it's like in poirier's he still fights he's a fighter i mean mcgregor obviously is too but mcgregor's a businessman now and not not just a fucking car salesman either you know what i mean so right, he right, has right, right. so many other things to focus on so another thing I'm gonna say is while we're watching the fights, I'm telling a lot. Of, I had a couple friends here that don't watch fights, and so I'm like watching, and all of a sudden, and everybody it happened like two times. It happens to me all the time. Maybe not right now because my allergies and my voice is all gone and stuff. But people are like, like, I thought you were fucking Joe Rogan on the TV. You know how many times I get told I sound like him? All what? the time. People all the time tell me I sound like Joe Rogan, and it happened twice know, this weekend. I'm like, what? Yeah. So that makes me think. I've always said, I think I've said before, I've always, I think I'd be a really great colorful commentary. Don't you think? Maybe if you could get the fucking position title correctly, it's commentator. I could do. You, you cannot be a commentator. I can do. <laughs> I can do colorful commentary. Don't you think? Doug writes a fucking application for it. I would like to be a colorful commentator. Commentary. <laughs> So like, what the I mean. fuck does he mean? But I want. I think. I think my good. I think a good uh, way to get into it is doing like commentary at like local Magic the Gathering tournaments. Are they looking for somebody to be there? Going, oh my god! Not yet. But I'd say I think that'd be. Re- I think that would be awesome. Oh, don't check you think? our check our audio. Check our audio. How do you like it? How do you like me now? Got him. <laughs> now that I'm on my way. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we're good. Hey, do you ever TCB? What's uh, what's that? Take care of business. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, what's uh, people get that? Ta- that's like a whole group of people get that tattooed on them. TCB. 
taking care of business. So, hey, sorry, Fruit Fly. Let me get back to this. Uh... <laughs> Dude, I like that hat, by the way. It's so weird. But anyways, so I think I could I like be your hat too. Mother, thank you. So, anyways, what do you think? What do you think about me being a uh, commentary? I like it. I, like it. Uh, I am well, commentary. I think, what would you? Th what would you say to throw in like a backyard bash, where and you just commentate on that, like a boy Cheeto? Yeah, does he do that? No, they used to do. He used to like have like a like a wrestling circuit down down back home. No fucking way. Yeah. Really? For sure. That's awesome. I know. I know he's. I know he's a coach and everything. I didn't realize that. Hey, check your phone real quick. I don't have it. I keep it's, it away from me so I can focus on the podcast. Joel, what do you oh, think well, about that? My bad. Look at it later. I just. I, I. I. wasn't joking. It's a whole subgroup of people. Hold on. Um. Yeah, you'd be a good ass commentator. I could see that because you have a passion for it and you have a love for it. I mean, you could also just be a commentary. I heard. I. I can't find my phone. But anyways, yeah. Thank you, Joel. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think I think that'd be cool. I think you could do that. Uh, uh, oh my God, I had words in my mouth that were coming out, and then now they're not. Dude, isn't that weird? This whole show started off with astronauts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why that sparked it for me, dude. So I've I uh, play a lot of video games. Have I'm you played the new Ligma? Fan. What's up? Have you played the new Ligma? What's Ligma? Keep on going. Uh, I just you're just gonna say it as soon as I start talking. Ligma uh, balls. I got him. Got me, dude. You know uh, what? I'm cannot. Oh yeah, go ahead. Just, just want to say because it's interesting. I play a lot of video games, but I, I and I try to like try a lot of different genres and shit. But you know, like you know the things you're not gonna like. The things that like when I'm browsing the store, shit that I would just never click on. You know visual novels, anime-based games. I breeze straight past that shit. Uh -huh. Sports games are a different story. I like baseball games. I like basketball games. I like hockey games. So when I get to the sports territory, I spend a little bit more time paying attention. But there's always been a couple things I never stopped for. And one of those things is hunting games. Because the fuck do I know about hunting, right? <laughs> okay. um, they had a big sale on the PlayStation Store this week, and I have basically every PlayStation Five game that's available because there's not that many. And I'm, I'm by the time I finish them, I want I want to try something new, and it's you know it still feels good to have it. So I've I try to play them all, and the one I hadn't really fucked with was Hunting Simulator Two. It's like whatever, it was on sale, so I bought it. Holy shit! It is the most calming Zen experience of my video game life. I got this little beagle. And I just get some deer piss and some boar pee, and I just get my crossbow, and I got a rifle, uh, 30-odd six, head on out there, and I fucking just chill. And I, in real life, I'm just smoking and playing on my phone, but I've got my headphones on, and when I hear an animal, then I just look up, and look, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> go, and I get them, and I bag them up. It's so fucking awesome. There's, there's six reserves. Two in Colorado, two in Texas, and two in Europe. And it is awesome. It's so relaxing. I, if you just need, if you're a fan of shooting, but you're also a fan of fucking nature and chilling. Hey, if you're a fan of shooting and you're also a fan of fucking. <laughs> this guy fucks. Anyways, yeah, anyway. play that game. 
That's that's, play the- that's Joel's. Uh, that's that's Joel. Welcome. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Joel's PlayStation Five recommendations featuring Joel featuring Fruit Fly. You really don't remember everybody calling you Fruit Fly, huh? It never happened. Cookie Face, uh, a <laughs> uh, piece of shit. Um, Cookie Face. That, I do remember yeah. Cookie Face. Yeah, I mean, you should remember it because you were the one who started it and carried it on. I did not. Uh, Cookie you're the face? only one who. You're the only one who had a song. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, hey, shit. follow us on Instagram, everybody. Hey, do wait before we go. Do you remember that night, me, or I guess that early ass morning, me, you, Jeff, Mafo, and Marshall fucking had a war. In your parents' backyard, we were chunking full-ass tables yeah. and, and two liters at each other. Somebody yeah. threw a brick. Yeah. Man, that was fucking crazy. Yeah, dude. That was a good night. That was a good night. That's fucking crazy. All right, everybody. All right. Everybody, hey, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the episode of uh, I Didn't See But I Believe You. I'm Doug. That's Joel. I'm Joel. And if you like our show, please uh, go to our channel and subscribe. We really appreciate it. And uh, Joel, if you uh, – po- I don't know where you're supposed to point episode there. All right. Bye.